of Star Wars Winter 2022 edition. Welcome everybody to the Resistance broadcast. We are back on our Thursday rotation, two weeks in a row. What is happening? Uh, do you miss our live shows? Let us know because we might do some more if people want them. But we are here with you to talk about the state of Star Wars. We do this quarterly. We've been doing this for a few years now. And uh, no planned agenda. Uh, we're going to get a warm-up segment in, but once that happens and we get into the state of Star Wars, who knows what we're going to talk about. And that's what makes these episodes so interesting and exciting because we really have no idea. Uh, just going to give our takes on how we think Star Wars is doing right now. Um, it's a nice little timestamp too because you can go back and be like, wow, this is what, that's what I thought back back when. Um, but Lacey and James with me as always. Uh, Lacey, are you ready to talk about the state of Star Wars? Yeah. Are you saying am I ready to talk about Star Wars on a Star Wars podcast? Yes, John, no, the, I am. The state of that Star Wars. Can get very interesting. Uh, I, I guess so. Yeah. All right. James, you are you ready to talk about the state of Star Wars? Um, I actually, before we started, I tweeted about a state and Star Wars when I noticed that Snoke's flagship, the supremacy, is 37 mm -hmm. miles across, which is exactly the length of Rhode Island from east to west. Wow. That is the that? state of Star Wars. That, that's why you come to this podcast, folks. You don't hear that <laughs> anywhere else. Um, all right. So we are here. We're going to have a good time. So, James, why don't we fire it up with our first segment of the day to get warmed up? All right. I fear nothing for all this as the Force wills it. Well, the first segment of the day, John, is Will of the Force and... Normally, before we do it, we like to talk a little bit about our Patreon. So if you like TRB and if you uh, have the ability to support us, you know, consider becoming a patron on Patreon at patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. You can support the pod for just $2 a month. Uh, and as a thank you, patrons of every tier uh, receive exclusive weekly bonuses uh, bo or bonus episodes, perks, other cool little benefits as you move up the ranks. And your support allows us to grow and plan for the future. And most importantly, keep doing yeah. exactly what we have been doing for a very long time, but continue to do it in the future. Um, so if you are able to support us, thank you. Head over to the site, check it out. Link in the thank description. Um, but let's get to some of these questions that were submitted via Patreon. Uh, our first one comes from Mike Waldron, a.k.a. Darth Hurricane, uh, he wanted to know, will the success of Star Wars live action on TV influence the speed at which theatrical releases are produced? So will Lucasfilm take more time creating content with fans' appetites being met on shows via Disney Plus, if that makes sense? John, you want to go first on this one? What are your thoughts? I don't I don't think so. Um I think the sequel trilogy was a little bit of an anomaly in terms of for whatever reason why they cho chose two year gaps versus three like the old trilogies. Mm -hmm. Um I don't think there there appears to be any sort of uh you know we got to spread those out because of Disney Plus. I still think they fully understand how important feature films are to the star wars franchise and how much money they make and how successful they have been and what the franchise has been rooted in since the beginning and there's also you know that rumor that they're dunking another movie into the 2024 slot so it's gonna be 23 24 25 so 
I, I don't know that that's the case. Um, they may have learned some lessons, but I don't think it's just because there's content on Disney+. Plus. I think those are two sort of uh, trains running alongside each other in a way. But it certainly does help that we're getting that content because we have a lot to talk about and uh, fans get a lot of you know, good stuff. I saw someone tweeting the other day like, uh, I, I can't believe I have to wait three months for more live action star wars <laughs> like we're back in the day we had to wait like 18 years yeah or, or three years you know so yeah. we're we're living in we're we're living in good times to be a star wars fan anyway so but yeah, I, well, I don't think it's gonna affect lacy thoughts on this particular question from mike so great question mike thank you so much for being a general for us um i don't know if the success of live action is going to influence the theatrical releases but I think there are other things at play that might. Um, I think that there's definitely a emphasis on live live action TV right now. I mean, Disney said back in 2021 and in 2020 that their emphasis was switching to streaming. They've clearly shown that they're pushing, you know, forward with supposedly 11 series. So there's no delay in the TV series that they're producing. And Disney wants that Disney Plus money to continue mm -hmm. to roll in mm -hmm. because uh, churn is a real thing with subscribers. So they want to keep you around. Um, I think that the delay in, in film has been not just production delays, but like world delays with COVID and everything. Um, but yeah, I think production is playing more into that than, act than necessarily live action. Um, but I do think that there might be a little bit of, hey, we've got all these other things going on, so it's okay if there's a delay. Like, it takes the pressure off that there is a delay. But I don't think that that's the, extre like, the exact reason why. I think there's a bunch of different variables. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, don't think, I don't think that's wrong. Um, but I do lean even further and say y yes to this question, actually. Mm -hmm. I do actually feel like Lucasfilm is making the considered effort to put the movies kind of on the back burner, uh, taking maybe that lesson from Bob Iger when he said to, it was just too much Star Wars all at once kind of thing. And they're like, all right, hold on. You know, we, we've, we've heard a lot from fans that, you know, the movies are supposed to be special and that was what is interesting. It's almost like kind of playing a, a reverse to what the success of Marvel has had where they are very movie oriented first and they're just kind of breaking into TV it feels like Lucasfilm is going to try to because they did they were trying to be movie heavy and then they were like, hold on, let's play in this TV universe for a while. We've got a lot of TV shows lined up. We can keep churning them out and getting that era and get people used to that Star Wars. And then when we may, we bring back the movies, it will be special again. So it, I feel like we're going to look back at this era as like, well, there was Disney, Disney Star Wars. There was the movie era then the TV era, and then hopefully whatever comes next would be like combining the two or, or getting it on track to produce both at the same time. So I think yes right now, currently, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, moving on to the next question. Uh, will we see Adam Driver play a Force ghost, Ben Solo, in a future live-action Star Wars movie? Um, I'm bouncing back at you, Lacey, on this one. First, what are your thoughts? While I would love to see him back, I don't think we will. I think he's done with Star Wars. And I've said this a couple times. I It it kills me to say it because I think he should have lived. But we won't get into that. But I, I just think he's on to other things. 
Um, obviously, it depends on how big that check would be from Disney. Obviously, that always influences these celebrities to whether they're going to do it or not. But mm-hmm. I think for now, they're just going to leave that character alone, especially with kind of all the craziness that surrounds him with people that really love him and people that really hate that character. And I think they're just they're focusing on a different time period right now. And I don't think that Ben Solo, ben Solo is uh, at the forefront of someone they want to highlight. He could uh, become a spokesperson for that housing company and they could call him Benzillo. Like you almost just said. Um, what? John, John, what are your thoughts on uh, Adam Driver returning as a force? I thought you were going to say, what are your thoughts on that joke? I've got a few. Uh, my thoughts <laughs> Says on Adam John Driver. John Hoey. <laughs> King, Dad Joe King. What are you talking about? All right. Yeah. Uh, will we see? No, we won't. He's uh, that ship sailed over <laughs> that it such a quick <laughs> answer <it. laughs> yeah. um man you know you okay without putting too much thought into it you know what my first thought when i read this was do you want the canon answer or the real answer the real life answer the canon answer is no he's not going to show up but the real life answer probably yeah <laughs> as a force ghost because I, I feel like they're just going to make it happen, even though like it doesn't really even fit with the story. Sometimes I think they just play with Force Ghosts like that. Like It's almost like the director being like, here's how we can incorporate them. And then the story group or whatever, I just don't people see, have to like... make sense of it, are like, I don't get I don't get how that makes sense. But they're probably going to do it. Ben Solo like rolling up and telling like Ray, like, you're doing that wrong, or this is how you do it. She doesn't need that. Like yeah, I mean the only the only thing is that I think that kind of breaks the rules of the the Force Ghost thing is we've always kind of seen it as like normal people coming back for the people that they mentored and we've never seen how a Force Ghost might interact with their dyad because we just don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And that story yeah. could totally be open to like something that we've never seen before and if yeah. he's willing to come back for even a, a cameo, they could write that that in pretty easily. And if they do it like I'll, I'll probably be like all right, that was cool. Like <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm like canon answer. It probably just kill off the character but then like real life like come I always on, find like, a way money to like is involved stuff. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like probably. All right, yeah. Patreon uh is getting a, another uh, question. Someone from uh, our commander, Semper Fi Danny, um, longtime patron of ours. Uh, will we get more surprise? Yeah. Will we get more surprise John Williams theme songs uh, for announced or unannounced shows in the future? So, uh, John, you're going first on this one. Do you think that John Williams is going to... I actually misread this question when I, when I was preparing for it, but do you think he's going to do some more music for star wars for these shows i don't i'm gonna say no um i think kenobi again was one of those things where they're like we want to make this special johnny baby can you get us can you fire out one more for us um before you do the indie score and also you know legacy character so unless like they need a lando theme or something uh, I think that's pretty much running the gamut on all of the characters. So, you know, he did Han, um, Leia, and Luke sort of already had their stuff from the original trilogy, and now he's did, getting one to Obi Wan. Do Andor? Yeah, I don't. I don't see Andor as yeah. a legacy character. Like I'm talking about the the legendary original sure, characters. Yeah. I think that he wanted to. He probably maybe even said like, "Hey, do you need 
something? And they're like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I, I think this might be it. I think this might be it. I would obviously, the obvious answer is you, you welcome more, all the, all the John Williams you can get, but I think that might be, that might be it. Lacey, what are your thoughts on, on John Williams doing more songs? I think that the surprise John Williams theme song for Obi-Wan Kenobi is because he's so connected to that character. So I don't see him doing it for other characters. I think Han Solo was a very specific character. Obi-Wan Kenobi is a very specific character. I mean, if they did like a Luke series, maybe. But currently with the slate that's out there, no. I don't see him doing any more surprise songs outside of those characters that he helped kind of create their vibe and like who they are as a character and what you hear when you think of them and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm with you guys on exactly what you said as far as like why he would do this show and not other shows. Um, I'm going to say I, I, I did misread this question. Is we going to get an announced or, or a surprise show is like he's going to show up at celebration thing. And I thought that was based on last week's discussion of him, like randomly showing up kind of mm. thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what the question was. So I kind of was thinking in that, but uh, as far as you guys answering, like I'm exactly with you. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, probably the end of John Williams for um, star Wars. I kind of hate to say that, but you know, but it probably makes the most sense. We got one more question here and that is, um, there hasn't, you know, there hasn't been anything said uh, since Kathleen Kennedy announced it well over a year ago. We were kind of just talking about it, but is there any chance we're going to see an official update about the Lando series at Star Wars Celebration? Um, Lacey, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Any chance we get uh, an update on Lando? Depends if they have something to update. <laughs> True. Um, oh, I'm just saying because they didn't have anybody. T- attached to the project like no actors or anything um i'm gonna say yes we will and we're gonna get us an update on multiple projects like the slate of upcoming projects from them so you're thinking like a future of live action panel yeah like they talk about like like star wars tv block where they have like a three-hour panel in the first hour for kenobi second hours for andor third hours you know for whatever and then they do like a 20 minute part just for what's coming man i feel like at the time with kenobi launching the same time i feel like they're just gonna not say anything about kenobi but i don't know i think they'll totally have a panel for kenobi it'll probably have its own panel i don't know what i'm saying they'll probably have its own panel man that's interesting that's an interesting take but Mm. but john what are your thoughts on um um Kathleen Kennedy talking about Lando. Do you think we're going to get an update? I mean, they haven't said a word about it since she announced it uh, in December of 2020. Um, I don't think this series is happening anymore. Really? You think it's yeah. getting the Ryan Johnson treatment right now? I, I think something must have happened where Glover was in or in talks and he backed out or something because... How do you have this series that you announced on this big investors day, you know, a year and almost three months ago now and have literally said nothing about it. That is absurd. Um, At least, you know, the Ryan Johnson thing every once in a while, it'd be Kathleen Kennedy saying, we're talking to Ryan. We got the ideas going. We're doing this. And they kick the can down six months. This they've said 
zero as far as i remember i, I don't think there's right. been any talk about this series since ha- have they said anything about droid droid story because i think they we... mentioned it with visions yeah maybe that's like an animated Could... thing right well i'm just saying that's one of the things they announced and they haven't said anything about it at the same time we kind of speculated that you know so and so was involved and but i guess my answer is no because i i just have this bad feeling i got a bad feeling about this that uh the lando series something happened and it's not gonna happen man i was gonna say yes but you saying that now really makes me realize how long it's been since they've said anything about it um man john you you changed my answer i think you're probably right actually oh i mean it's sad to say but yeah yeah. i i was i was leaning on on lacy saying like i don't think we're gonna get like any sort of big thing or trailer like that would be ridiculous and i hope i'm wrong listen i want it i didn't say i I just said an update so they'll put the logo up yeah i know i'm saying i'm with you we're not Mm. gonna get any sort Mm -mm. of like big thing or trailer um if if they were going to talk about it it probably would be in a future of television panel and they'd probably like mention it so give us an update or something mm-hmm. but man i don't know that it, it is really tricky just like there it doesn't seem like there's been any real development other than i think there was like a rumor that's so and so was writing it or developing it or was that part of the announcement i don't think i don't know that that was part of the I mean, it's been so long james yeah they had a writer yeah. attached to it she read it on, when a, they on one of those scrolls with like calligraphy. That's when they announced it, it was just the writer. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, so I, yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to go with you right on that. So uh, th- that being said, let's wrap up Will the Force and kind of head into the state of Star Wars because where are we at? Obi-Wan once thought as you do. Yeah, that's a, almost like a good little segue. So the state of Star Wars, if you're new to the podcast, uh, every once in a while, uh, usually every season, we do it that way, four times a year, um, we like to take the time we have on the podcast to have an open discussion about the state of the franchise. And the last time was in the fall. We did it around November, uh, about a month or so before the Book of Boba Fett. So let's see where we're at today. Now we're on the other side of the Book of Boba Fett, on the cusp of Kenobi, Bad Batch Season 2. Uh, and or a lot of stuff coming this year and next year uh so the winter 2022 version of the state of star wars um i may start it there i i do there's a lot of good things that we i want to make sure we talk about but um just uh stuff like that like i don't know i it i feel like it's it hurts lucasfilm when they don't comment on things, even if it's bad, because it just creates these sort of storms of theories and rumors and that sort of thing, you know, about these projects, you know, the Ryan Johnson stuff, of course, like, would it be that bad if they just ripped that bandaid off and said, listen, you know, Ryan found some great success with this new franchise he made. We loved what he did with Star Wars, but uh, that's where he's at now. And, and we're, and we're moving on. That would be it. It's, it's, it seems like they keep uh, kicking it down the road and it, it, it creates that uncertainty and stuff like that. Um, so I think for, for, and this is again for diehard fans who are really locked in, I'm sure there's a lot of general fans who have no idea about a Lando series, but in terms of the fans who are really passionate about it, um, just, you know, maybe let us know a little bit more. So uh, I know we've kind of touched on that in the past. It doesn't seem like they're 
changing their ways. We were wondering if they were going to be doing that, but doesn't it still still seem a little bit like they're archaic in a way? Like like for example, I just saw this like old school commercial for the the new Batman movie for their action figures. And it was like, you remember the old school action figure commercials back in the day where the kids are playing with it and he's driving along and he shoots the bad guy and he falls off this thing. Mm-hmm. It was this whole full scale commercial with figures of the of the Riddler, figures of the Penguin, the whole Batmobile, the Batman suit, everything. And like, work together with Catwoman. It's like giving away minor plot theories. And like, here we are, like Lacey covers Hasbro all the time. Like you got to wait so long for these figures of these shows to come out because they don't want people to find out about it. It's like, they've almost become... It's almost like so far into the realm of secrecy that they're like shooting themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. No, I totally agree. I, I mean, going off the toy thing, I just talked to Hasbro a couple weeks ago and I did ask them about that. I said, look, you just had an unsuccessful HasLab Rancor project that didn't do well. And Ooh. then you have a Rancor that comes out for <laughs> Book of Both at that Boba Fett rides that like is a whole thing in the show that people went nuts over. How does it feel that you see these things happen? Like, do you have any reaction to that? And his, you know, Patrick was really nice, of course. And he, he was just like, oh, well, we wouldn't want it any other way. We want to experience it when you guys experience it because we're fans, too. Oh. But I can't help but think that there is a part of them that's like, come on. Like, we could have launched the HasLab with this Rancor. Yeah. After the fact, obviously, they didn't have to yeah. do it before. But I think that they're like, remember that they're, thing from 1983, and then in like two weeks later, it's like front and new, center in the with new a Star cooler Wars thing. It has show. like a yeah, it has like a chest plate, and he rides it. And it has it's a like stretch a goal with a oh Boba Fett that's on the top. Yeah, with a saddle <laughs> yeah. and everything. Little it's Danny just, Trejo figure. Right. It's just kind of crazy to me that uh, that as the example, yeah. it's only hurting fans because you're not seeing figures until years later because it takes a long time to make molds and to put things into production. And yeah. that's why you're seeing these pipeline reveals of 2023 and, oh, summer of 2023. That's a ways away to wait on a figure. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, we didn't see Ray's lightsaber until this past fall. And oh not, I haven't even gotten it yet because Insane. of shipping stuff. I haven't gotten it until May. I'm not going to get it until May. Um, so stuff like that, which just drives me nuts. Or like, we haven't gotten a Ben Solo because it's just so far gone that <laughs> so, it's yeah, never right, going to happen. Yeah. And that was such a big moment for the series when he went to the, you know, the light side. And I just think there's so many opportunities that they're missing by being so secretive. And I'm not and saying hype- it has to be everything. Like the Grogu thing, I get. You waited it worked out. Now everything is Grogu. But I feel like there yeah, are these minor point. moments and characters that don't have to be so secretive. But the thing is, is that they've always been this way. From the time I worked at Celebration to now, there are a lot of secretive parts. And it's not just them. It's Disney, too, because they want that, oh, my gosh, moment from fans but what they're ultimately doing is they're hurting themselves because they're waiting so long to get that moment that they're not getting the payoff because people are just angry going into said moment. They they didn't do it for Force Awakens. There were uh, I remember because I got a bunch of them. There were a lot of figures out for the Force Awakens. You had all the Kylo Ren figures out, his two different outfits, like a lot of stuff. And then it even came with like quotes that they weren't necessarily in the movie, or whatever. But like Phantom Menace, thing about the hype for that. I think like you're right, Lacey. It's hurting 
uh, fans, but I think it's also hurting them because I think part of the hype of Star Wars, something very special with Star Wars that other franchises I don't think have, is that hype of when the figures come out. Like, put out the new card backing of the action figure, the 3.75 inch action figure of Obi-Wan in this series. Who cares that we see what he looks like? We know what he looks like. Put yeah, out the Vader figure. Yeah. Put out a Tarkin figure. Put him out, say, Obi-Wan Kenobi series figures. People will go nuts and stock the shelves so people aren't hunting on eBay for them. Like, I don't understand that at all. It doesn't make any sense. It's way too secretive to the point where I really think they're shooting themselves in the foot. James, you're not a big collector. What what what, what are your thoughts on, on that element of it? Because it well, used to be I- a really big part of the adventure and journey to seeing a new star wars thing is when it's yeah. impossible out, to find so. figures in the store now like good luck well because then they don't they don't re- they don't even release them so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah my my yeah I, I agree with exactly what you're saying i'm trying to i'm trying to think like what would be the middle ground between those two things like if lucasfilm revealed like some oh, the of the ground. figures that were coming you know kind of thing like hasbro tell people we are doing uh, we're planning on doing an Obi-Wan, you know, we're planning on doing a Darth Vader. We're planning on doing, you know, some new ships and stuff like something at least that could kind of, you know, get us like, like, okay, so look forward to those things. Um, but even then it's like, I, I just don't understand why they don't say like, you know, the show's basically done. Like, so here are all the assets and just get this stuff going sooner than later, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to yeah. toys specifically, so it's an interesting way to to kick it off because we normally go like from the biggest biggest thing down, um, but starting it off at toys like that that we're still kind of in that same zone. I think because I just for some reason with Kenobi, I'm feeling that excitement, and I feel like how I felt when I was a kid, like going to see. Uh, the special editions for the first time in theaters or going to see the Phantom Menace uh, when I was a teenager. And I feel that with Kenobi, but what's missing is that communal merch element of it and going to the store and seeing like, oh my God, look at this figure. Who, what are they going to do in this series? It says, you know, they have this weapon. What is that going to be? And you start making, and it's fun to speculate on it. And, you know, we even did that in old podcasts when like TLJ was coming out. And for some reason they're like, going more and more on the secret of things so i think yeah we're starting at toys but i think it's part of that package for star wars of of leading up to something and i think i I don't remember you know when he did it but steel saunders uh and i know he you know he has a certain sense of humor that sometimes people are like all right but he put out a thread about it um starting with the you know john williams and how he can't believe lucasfilm wasn't the one to announce that and he couldn't have been more right that is crazy i don't know why they didn't announce that put out a two-minute video of him conduct he was conducting some guy in a lord of the rings podcast saw it and talked about it get a camera in there film it for two minutes put a slow motion thing on it slap it put it out and immediately every fan's like thank you lucasfilm it was just his birthday they could have put it out on his birthday 90th birthday 90th birthday hey happy birthday to me i'm doing more music even if the plan was to keep that secret and it leaked and they're like darn they still should have been like well let's just let's just go ahead and make our official announcement that's what marvel does but Marvel the thing puts is, it out is like, if it leaks. They, they instead either leaked it like on purpose, gave it to a trade to make a deal with them or whatever, or they just still didn't do anything. They just let it be. And a trade was like, 
oh yeah, we 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 think we already knew that. There's our second source. Let's run with the story. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. So There's no like, way they're like, let's just give that to discussing film. Like, come on. Yeah, it it very much feels. Right you, whoever it was. We did a we did a podcast a long time ago in the story group, and the thumbnail I chose was like an edit that I did of Office Space, like. What would you say you do here? <laughs> right? Ah, I love that line. Yeah. And it still feels that way with Lucasfilm. Like in some cases, like, like I'm a big fan of this company. I have no clue what anybody does. Like I have no <laughs> clue what the timetables are or what you guys are working on. It feels like every day people are just like sitting back, like it doesn't really matter. Like timetable, whatever, uh i don't know you got any ideas then nah, let's go bowling you know like it just doesn't seem like there's any rush or any emphasis to get in front of people because it's almost like they feel like their properties are just like Dude, en- t- timeless or something you know what i mean we like, had we had that that um exclusive report we put out about boba fett and the rancor right mm-hmm. just put out that figure like Lacey said who cares if there's going to be a rancor in book of boba fett it doesn't change anything. I knew for months that was happening, and when I saw it, it blew my freaking mind. So it's it's a rancor. Like we're not saying like let people know that Darth Vader's Luke's father. There's like yeah. tears to this. Mm-hmm. They've taken every tear and put it in the chest, and like you'll see it when you see it. And that's what's causing you know a lot of leaks and stuff to 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 happen. And like something like a John Williams returning, like. You got to take that and you got to make that special. Come on. Mm-hmm. Jeez. And I, I don't want to spend this whole time, you know, uh, negative about how they're handling it, But I feel like more and more fans are coming around to saying like, you know, I've been supporting them for a long time saying like they can do what they handle their things how they want. But you look over at, you know, the other part, like in the office, like I make this analogy where Angela has her boring Christmas party and you look over and, and, Everyone else, Phyllis is drinking margaritas with uh, Pam and Karen and stuff. And you're like, that's Marvel's party. And we're over here with Kevin I think Kevin it's more like SpongeBob where Squidward's looking outside with SpongeBob and Patrick running around having fun. Yeah, I mean, there's a yeah. bunch of these you can make for sure. But, you know, Marvel's handling all these things that they're releasing action figures and info and stuff. So I'm not saying release at all, but, you know, change, it, it feels very archaic. And it's it's almost like hard to even think that that's an appropriate word because George Lucas had a live running I was going to say he had like webcams the going yeah. yeah so I don't even know what it is maybe it's not archaic <laughs> maybe it's this new thing where it's like we're just not going to say anything I just, like we're, we're going to release the Obi-Wan trailer a week after the show comes out I just had I just had this thought that you know we got to see like a Doctor Strange trailer during the Super Bowl and everybody, Star Wars fans, were super hyped because we thought we might get a look at Kenobi. <laughs> we, we got, got goats. Aquafina. <laughs> Aquafina, not even saying anything Star Wars. Like it almost, it almost would have felt like a win if she would have just said, "And we got Kenobi coming." <laughs> like that yeah. would it would have felt like a win because it's like, oh, they've begun marketing Kenobi. That's our first Man. like physical ad for Kenobi kind of thing, or not really, but you know what I mean, like. There, they didn't even. They had this opportunity to even say the name of a Star Wars property right. on the Super Bowl, and they still didn't do it. You know, so I mean, granted, that's Disney and not Lucasfilm, so Disney was trying to play all fields. I get it, <clears throat> but it felt like they could have been like, "We've got 
uh, you know, Loki, like, and we've got this and this and this. And let I, me ask you guys this. Maybe they did and that. And I, I just find missed it, a little... it completely because I'm yeah. like, they didn't even say mm-hmm. anything Star I, Wars. I find it crazy, though, that we're getting more press daily and weekly, and I would say monthly, about the Star Cruiser than we are about Book of Boba Fett oh, or Obi-Wan yeah. or anything else, which drives me bananas because I'm like, so your major it, properties that then tie into the parks, you're now pushing the parks more. Well, that if you and went High Republic. Mall, yeah. I think we're getting a lot of High Republic news right now, too. It feels like every every day it turns around and it's a new announcement. Like, yeah, tune into this it's... show for, and you can, we're having a call with all of the writers of High right, Republic. Right. Kind of and they just had a summit like, about what's coming next. And I'm like, okay, yeah. but what about like, everything yeah. else? Yeah, yo, you should absolutely <laughs> so, be doing that. But you should be doing that yeah. for all of your mediums. You should be doing yeah. that for your games, you're, you're your You're a TV, major, your, major yeah. movie studio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so imagine, so think about this. If you went to a mall right now, I think those still exist. And... <laughs> You went up to someone and you know, do those things like, hey, you a Star Wars fan? Be like, yeah, I like Star Wars. Did you know that there's an Obi-Wan Kenobi series with Ewan McGregor coming out on Disney Plus in a couple of months? I bet you more than half people would be like, I had no idea. Yeah, I bet that's true, probably true. Which is I don't know about that because it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. I would argue that the book of Boba Fett, they had no idea. I, you'd be surprised. I'm, I'm telling you, I, they, they're not advertising this at all. It, it comes. I remember when Solo, people. It was like January. People were like, how have we not gotten a trailer for Solo yet? It comes out in four months, and then we got the Super Bowl, uh, like sort of teaser trailer. And mm-hmm. People were like, oh, all right. And they didn't do the much that after after that. The Denny's thing, and that's it. <laughs> and it didn't do well. <laughs> like, and they put it up against Avengers and Deadpool. It's like with Obi Wan, we're even closer to that now. We're it's March. It comes out in two months. Yeah. What are you doing? I feel like they're it's making the, the mistake reliance, of assuming people are just going to It's that reliance go. on people are going to watch it anyway. But part of the enjoyment of this is, and like, like, like what Steele said, I got to give Steel, Steel Wars credit. He said, it's part of that journey for fans. We all know we're all going to watch it. But if you really want to make that community it is the action figures. It is the fast foods tie-ins. It is all that stuff that you remember as a kid being like, this is the hype train. And Con- Kenobi's going to come the and go. The poster, then the update, then the interview, mm-hmm. then the, you know. Right. And, yeah. and Kenobi's going to come and go so quick that we're not uh, we're not even right now able to enjoy the journey because they're not giving us anything to enjoy. Look, the, the interesting thing, I think. It's just going to come and go, and that's it. The interesting mm-hmm. thing I think that the Lucasfilm, in my opinion, as a fan, who's been paying attention for a while, so it's whatever, but I I think they're missing something very important is that they have these TV shows and for some reason they're treating them less than movies. And and with Star Wars, maybe not even with Marvel, maybe not even with Marvel. Marvel, you can't treat Loki like the new Marvel movie that's coming out. It's just the new series that's coming out. But they can do this with with Star Wars. They could absolutely give it the marketing and production uh, or uh, of of advertisements that a movie should be getting. But they're like Obi Wan, you know, like they do like a, a car commercial and it has like lightsabers in it, and it's like 
a young yeah. like two kids playing like Obi-Wan and Darth Vader and they're going back and forth Dude. and it's like get the all new uh, Chevy Nissan thing whatever 2023 edition using the force the to get the Pepsi Nissan. can out of the machine yeah. or something it literally doesn't matter whatever car they want to put it on and then and then uh, at the end, they do that little the little thing, and they said, and also check out Kenobi coming to theaters th- this yeah. time. You know, they do that. They could just and say only on Disney Plus, and it's like people are going to treat it like a movie, and they're going to get excited, and they're going to buy a Disney subscription that month and only that month to to watch it. You know, I just I can't wrap my head around sometimes where they're like they're they're treating it like well, it's just a show. Yeah. That's how I, it I feels it's like. Just, it's just, oh, it's just a TV show. I mean, it's, it's not one of our movies. Our movies we put a lot of and effort I, into. You know, there, there, are, there are fans who say, like, you know, they don't owe you anything or whatever. And that I think stuff that's, really offends me when people say that's that. That's kind of That's garbage. Because then they have consumers. no audience. If they owe yeah, you nothing, con- you have no audience. Yeah, that's like going to a restaurant and, like, the, the, uh, the way you're sitting at your table and the waiter keeps walking by you for 20 minutes. And and you're with someone who's who's at a table next next nearby, and they're like they don't they don't owe you anything. It's like well, I'm a paying customer. What are you talking about? I'm paying for this service. Like I'm not. And we're not sitting here complaining. We love Star Wars so much. We're rooting for it. We're constantly defending it to people who are like, man, Star Wars. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. It's it's this isn't like saying like they you guys stink. It's saying like mm-hmm. you know read the room. That's all. Help me help bit. you. Help me yes, help yeah. you. Yeah, little Jerry Maguire. Like, yeah. So this is my favorite fast food restaurant, and it sucks. Like, why? Why is it? Why can I go over to that place and get better service yeah. and faster service? But for some reason, this one is just like struggling, and I, I yeah, love it. But and, it's struggling, and I want to know and why. Look, the, you know, there's there's good things we can get into as well. Of course, um, mm-hmm. you know, celebration is is close. Where we are very excited about that. So I know we haven't had a chance to spend a lot of time on celebration. So maybe it's a, it's a good time for the state of star Wars being that our next state of star Wars will be after celebration uh, to get your guys thoughts on it. You know, we're pretty locked in, in, in terms of like the concrete elements of our plans. We're still trying to tinker with what we want to do when we're there and, and learn more about what's going to be going on. But, um, I'm sure that's going to be a little bit different. I know, you know, there's talk of like all these, you know, <laughs> mandates going away with the masks and stuff like that. But I, I'm curious to see what this celebration is going to be like, cause it's going to be my second celebration. I only have it 2019 to compare it to. So Lacey, I'll, I mean, this is an open discussion. You can bop in at any time, but I'm saying like your thoughts on how this celebration might be different than 2019, not necessarily just from the pandemic, but like pandemic star Wars, you know, it's been a few years now and, and what may be different with read pop and you know what what do you think i would compare this even more to 2015 which was at the same location so that's right before the force awakens uh it was you know gearing up for that it was the panel with jj and everyone and everybody's back and they showed the trailer for the first time it's the same location i think the location is great i love this convention center i love how the hotels are right there and the whole plaza in the middle with the food trucks and everything it's just the perfect that sounds absurdly convenient <laughs> it is the perfect convention space it really is for what this is and then you're literally a 10 minute walk away from disneyland it's Didn't like the most magical gonna, place you could see them maybe keeping it there I could, you know, because they're doing the D23 thing, they might keep it over there. But 
if they want people to go to Disney World, they might drive it back to Florida a couple times. Oh, I know people yeah. were talking about, oh, would it come to Europe again? Would it come to Tokyo? And I know that years and years ago they were talking about having it in Tokyo. Oh, wow. Um, but I think they're going to keep it where Disney can make money. And Disney can make money at Disneyland and at in Florida. So... For now, I would assume that East that's Coast, what's going to happen. Thing. Yeah, it's going to switch off. That being said, though, yeah, the location is great. I think we're in a different space fan-wise um, compared to 2015 to now. 2015, you had your diehard fans that have been fans since the, you know, before the prequels and the prequels coming together for the new sequel trilogy. Now you have the all the fans that have come from the sequel trilogy. You've had a massive group of fans that have started just from The Force Awakens to now. That's a great point. Yeah. Um. So it's going to be different in that way. You're going to have kind of this melding of all these different generations of fans which i think is pretty cool uh i think like we've been talking about right before this i think the focus will definitely be on television there's going to be uh panels or announcements i'm sure for movies or updates or stuff like that but the focus will be on television and obi-wan kenobi and andor and mandalorian because that is where not only the fans are right now i think a lot of fans especially not diehard fans, but more casual Star Wars fans are Mandalorian fans. Um, So they're going to focus on that more than anything else. And that's what they're pushing right now. Because you have to think at the end of the day, yes, this show is a celebration for fans and it's a wonderful community event that everybody gets together. And it's like a wonderful hug to Star Wars. But at the same time, they need to make money and they need to promote things to make more money. So they're going to promote the things that are going on right now. So that that's that's an interesting thought, John. Like me and you being that our first celebration, that celebration that we went to was coming was the fans coming off of the Last Jedi, right? And the look forward to was the Rise of Skywalker, and there was kind of turmoil at that time, but yet celebration was still awesome. No right. Mando time, yet. Yeah, th- this time right. the vibe in well, going into celebration is coming off of Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett and that whole like universe right there. Looking mm-hmm. forward to Kenobi and or Mandalorian. Well, Kenobi three, will have premiered. Like yeah, so, it will have premiered. But the thing is, is like, but the show right. will not be done. We'll be looking right. forward to Kenobi. Do you, do you think going into celebration? Any, any chance they'll show? some of the second episode to fans at celebration not me no hmm. i, I think see it's them possible. showing stuff i totally uh, I could don't know. i could see them i mean you have to think disney's been showing press first and second episodes of stuff i know star wars is a little different but like hawkeye they showed i think the i think they pressed the first three episodes or even just as a as a goodwill toward the the, the fans they might show the first 15 minutes of the second episode or they might show a behind the scenes reel or something, but they're gonna show never before seen stuff. I don't know, guys. Like this is a problem. Like, and I just don't think it they happened even with Mandalorian. Mess with it. I mean, and I don't, I don't. Yeah, I mean that is true. That they us that. Invite, but I feel like that was a little bit of advertisement. And if they're showing the the like the next episode, like they won't need that advertisement because they're gonna be leaning. All of the promotions are gonna be like, "Did you see the first episode?" And they'll be able to right. plaster that everywhere. Right. So, right. I see what you're saying. I don't know. Maybe your point is correct. Maybe the fact that the first episode drops and they have all this real footage and everybody's excited about it, nobody's gonna care about that second episode leak. Which kind of goes back to our well. No, it would be a leak if like oh. people were filming it and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it might get lost in the mix because 
I don't know, it's out there, but like most people are going to be like, ah, whatever, it's here. I'm not going to watch it on a phone. I'll watch it when it, when I see it on TV. Or the something. other thing so, too, maybe to you're right. In- Right. To keep in mind with Star Wars Celebration, they haven't done it yet, but they definitely did it with D23 because I was in a D23 panel in 2017. Uh, They will give you zip bags and they'll zip up your phone. So when you walk in, they'll give you zip bags where they put your phone in. They zip it up. The security guy tests the bag and they give you the bag back. And then they like premiere. Right. But it's not the same. It, that that was more even crazy at the premiere. They had like lock bags. Mm-hmm. This one was like it, it's like a plastic bag that zips shut. It's like a mail bag can, type thing. I can tell you one thing that would really get me pumped on celebration is I get that when you go there, it's the experience of be there. Like I got to see it live or I got to see it in this giant crowd, right? But let me tell you, if if I got to see something that the general public didn't get to see. That would make me very happy. And like, if they took my phone, it, of and if they had to take my phone to get that. Oh, like, are you kidding? Dude, I would absolutely the excitement do it. Walking, so you're walking into an Obi Wan Kenobi panel, and they're like, "What's the? Why is this the line? Why is it taking so long?" They're like, "They're making everybody put their phones away." Everyone's gonna be like, oh. "Yeah, yeah." And and my thing is like, you best <laughs> take my know phone, that throw in the garbage. I don't care. What we yeah. saw is going to be described, but. If the description is out there, but I've seen it, oh, that will, I, well, you know, like, that's what happened with the Mandalorian is they played the yeah. first 15 minutes of the Mandalorian before the Mandalorian came out. It was like us. seven but minutes. It wasn't that seven much, minutes but yeah, more. true. Yeah. But, but my point was, is that that stuff leaked because they didn't take phones. I, I want something walking out of it. And for like the next six months, I've already seen it, you know? Oh yeah. 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 That's that what I'm talking cool. about. That's definitely cool because when I went to G23, they did that. They showed a lot of stuff that they hadn't put out yet, like Wreck-It Ralph and a couple other things that you were like, holy crap, I can't believe I just saw that scene. Like the princesses talking to each other. And it was one of those things that you're like, I've seen it not finished. I saw sketches and voice work and no one else has seen that type of stuff. So I'm actually a Disney investor. So I saw this short little like Disney Kenobi (laughs) clip like about a year ago. (laughs) Um, other than that, I think that this celebration is going to be a little different than usual. I think it's going to be a smaller crowd than what you'd expect just because of what we're coming off of, um, which is very interesting because a lot of fans still don't have tickets. Um, I think that that's because they're determining how many people they can have. They'll have as many Mm -hmm. as they can have legally. Is this bigger or smaller than Chicago in terms of like capacity and what they were selling and projecting? Chicago has, I think one of, if not the biggest convention center, McCormick center is the biggest convention center in the country. But in terms of like you, you know, the grasp on the amount of hotels they made available for the event, like the pulse on that. Yeah. I think that the biggest one they've ever had was probably 2017 in Orlando. That one was so big that they had lines around the corner. People had trouble getting in. It was just way too big. Yeah. And then they pared down the audience for Chicago. And, and I think that they're going to make the audience even smaller for this one because of COVID and the mandates and legally what they're allowed to have. Do you, um, do you think we're going to get a movie panel and like Taika will be there and Patty Jenkins and that sort of thing? I think so. I think every celebration they've had movie panels and then recently television panels because we have to remember that's a like, recent thing. It's crazy as it is. Like, let's and they usually Taika- have books, comics. But yeah, the big panels are usually movie panels, like past and present, like anniversaries, which it's an anniversary this year. Um, yeah. And... Attack of the Clones. Yep. And uh, 
like what's to come. So 2015, it was The Force Awakens. They had some like future panels with Josh Trank and like Rogue One. Well, I mean, um, then in 2016 in Europe in London, they had the, the Rogue One was the big panel. And then they had like a future panel, which had John Boyega in it and yeah. uh, Alden in it, where they announced that he was solo. Bring him back. With Lord and Miller. It was a great panel. Uh, and then 2017, they had The Last Jedi. And I don't think they made any future announcements except where Celebration would be the next time. Like they didn't make any really big what's coming so, panels. But then being that 2019 no was out, different. Uh, no movies like scheduled it's coming out this year or whatever yeah like when the taiko goes out there and he just like here's here's the title i got the title of my star wars movie here's the title 100 percent. Gonna... i think that we're gonna get that if not there at d23 all right so that's what i'm talking about like start giving us some stuff on these new movies because really it's you know we keep talking about the disney plus disney plus there's a lot of movies that they have in development that we don't know anything about <laughs> so i think taiko will get more information about because it's been kind of a, a positive experience and that it hasn't had any rumors of delays or anything like that or, uh, or the issues. Feige movie imagine feige shows feige. up at celebration yeah they could have uh michael waldron right him show yeah. up yep. to talk about uh writing it writing it yeah absolutely i think they're yeah. gonna have a block panel where it's all that stuff in one panel where everybody gets like 10 minutes yeah. i don't think it's gonna be like everything's dedicated to one movie at a time i'm i'm back on the whole thing of i'm not expecting any big surprise announcements though i obviously would absolutely love it if they what? hit us they have with... 11 series and we're in development so you never know and so, more and yeah and potentially more yeah what is what it's five days this year or was it four days last year or last time right it is four days this year. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Last okay, time so it was four. five days. It was Thursday, Friday, oh, Saturday, okay. Sunday, Monday. Interesting, because because the way I thought of it was there was four major panels last time. And <clears throat> this particular year, I'm sitting here and I'm writing it down and I'm like, well, they did a anniversary of Phantom Menace. So they'll probably do an anniversary of Attack of the Clones. That would be one panel. And then I'm like, I don't know, probably the block movie thing, like you said, maybe they one dedicated Tamara to Morris Andor. They got in there. So they're doubling up on his travel. And then yeah. one for Andor and one for Kenobi, and that would be four. So that would be their four things. Because um, the movies are a little further out, so they could probably block it into one panel and bring out special guests. But then making your two main panels be one for Kenobi, one for Andor. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. And that, you know, more importantly I think that than, than that will be the is... case. They'll have one for Kenobi, one for Andor, one for The Mandalorian, and then one for the future of Star Wars. Yeah. And I think it's just, I'm really excited about just going and... Um, or Kenobi and Andor will be in the same panel. They might put them back to back where they have Andor go, go first and could. then Kenobi go second. They've done those with Marvel. We don't they do. know. Do you know why we don't know? Because they yeah. don't tell us anything. I'm just talking from experience. No clue what's even going to happen. Go, yeah, going and, and, and seeing people we know and meeting new people and and doing all that stuff and 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 people who listen to us. And, We're and going to Galaxy's seeing, like, Edge for the first time. I, I still can't believe that. I almost <laughs> forgot that that's time. happening. I'm not going to believe it till I walk in. I know. I'm going to show up that day. They're going to be like, "We're closed for maintenance." <laughs> <laughs> see you later <laughs> you're that guy that said that thing about that th no um yeah. 
But no, I and, you know we don't we don't have much time. We only have a couple minutes. But is there anything else you guys wanted to uh, check in on um, briefly? Maybe do like a bullet list of things that are on your mind about the state of Star Wars until we hit our next one, probably like June, July. We talked about on Monday. Super pumped for Lego Star Wars uh, and yeah. where the future. Yeah, I am. You know, yeah, Star we'll Wars Eclipse. It's it's got its issues, but uh, the game does look crazy, and I'm interested to see what else is going to come from that. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the I other mean, games that they announced. Two. We're going to be learning too too about Fallen Order, um, the Fallen second Order. Uh, Jedi oh, yeah. series bring, games. What's his name out? Cameron Monaghan out. Yeah. That, do a yeah. Video game panel. Yeah. Th- that would actually be pretty interesting if they d- if they did a big Fallen Order panel. Like it wouldn't They're be Fallen a... Order, but it would be Jedi. Whatever. Maybe we'll get the the name title, and they'll do a panel with him and show us new characters, new That'd new gameplay cool. footage yeah. and stuff. That that could actually be a panel. I could see that being big enough for a whole thing. Oh, absolutely, that will be. A they're, panel. Gonna, they're, yeah. they're definitely gonna do a Star Cruiser panel, and if you go to that, you'll get a voucher for an extra bowl of cornflakes when you go to the Star <laughs> I, Cruiser. I I can I considered that there would be a Star Cruiser panel. Oh, hundred yes. percent. I think there will yeah. be a Galaxy's Edge panel of some sort. Josh Gad will be walking those hallways in his pajamas, being like, "What is this? Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> happen. It's going uh, to happen." <laughs> and I think there's gonna be an animation panel, so Bad Batch oh, or yeah, what's yeah. to come. Yeah, actually, that's that's a great point. The future of Star Wars animation, canon animation, Visions was awesome. I think they'll have uh, a Visions panel. They they may announce the new animation person now that Filoni's you know fully entrenched in his role as creative executive and, and, and live action. Like they may say that, you know, this is our new animation director or something like that, or, you know, creative animation head, but what's yeah, the next big animated show? We, you know, bad batch is here, but that's not going to yeah, go on forever. What's the next big one? It's hard to say like what these big panels are going to be. Cause I feel like all of these could be panels, but what are they really going to pull the trigger on? Like, this is the thing we want to focus on. Old Republic you know? animated show. Just crazy. Um, Sith versus Jedi insanity. <laughs> the the only other thing, because I wrote everything down: movies, TV show, animation, books, comics, TV, toys, get, you know, all video games. Got. I'm trying to go through all of it, and the only thing that we probably haven't touched on really is like books and comics. We're getting so much news from the High Republic stuff, and I imagine so they're probably going to cover it as well. Um, but the only thing that gets me excited is maybe that we could hear more about Acolyte as well and maybe get a little bit of a clearer picture between Totally like, forgot Acolyte. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot like maybe get a little bit of a clearer picture on m- when they're they're talking about that show maybe she comes out and she says are you guys fans of the High Republic and have everybody go what like out in the audience everybody's excited cuz they're all Star Wars <laughs> fans and then and then uh then go this is this is your this is really going to be your first like high republic live I action hate, show i hate to be that person they'd probably put that in the future of star wars block panel they wouldn't put that with the book panels no 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 i'm not saying that i'm saying when they do the future of television leslie headland's yeah. coming out she's talking yeah. about the acolyte and oh, she kind it. of introduces the show as like we all know you guys are fans of the high republic any high republic fans in here and everybody goes yay right mm. and then they go because this show is taking place then leslie tell us a little bit about how this connects with all those books and stories that you guys have all been reading and she's going to show us like concept art of a character it, or something exactly like explaining yeah. kind of that connection to how the show got into development and how it's connecting to all these other stories that we've been reading for 
to two Your or three first years, look at Darth Plagueis right there. Yeah. Kind of, kind of a thing. Like I, I could see, I, I see the high Republic being somehow involved a little bit bigger than just like a publishing panel. I, I want to see Lucasfilm at celebration show us what, what the point is like yeah. in, in some ways, kind of like, look, we're working really hard over here and it all matters. So connect yeah. it to live action or connect it to animation, connect it to a video game, something like let it develop in, in there, but it, it has developed. Believe me, you're putting stuff out hand over fist. It's too, too much that I'm not even caught up. Like I, yeah. I was like, this is so much publishing. Like it's like stop writing that's books a, and put more focus on some other stuff. That's a good place to sort of end it because we started by saying, you know, open it up a bit. Show us what you got. You know, you know, we're rooting for you. Help us help you. Like you said, Lisa. Help me help you. <laughs> yeah. Um, like you said, Tom Cruise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, you know, thinking like it's there's a different vibe between the Bob Iger Disney over Star Wars and the Bob Chappick, and you're seeing way more influence in the park stuff intertwining and, and that sort of thing. But Bob Iger, there was there was there was more of a charm to how he liked presenting things, I feel like, than Bob Chappick. But we'll see how that turns out. This is, like you said, James, this is Lucasfilm's chance and celebration to prove us wrong and be like, oh, yeah, we are opening the, peeling back the curtain a bit. This is what's going on. And, and us to be like, thank you. You know, like, all right, I, here we go. And then, but don't just do it at celebration. Keep yeah, that yeah. going. I and, actually... And, didn't we'll go, we'll consider right. you're you might be exactly right like maybe the the push for the galactic star cruiser in the park aspect and the the advertising angle f- there is more bob chapek than we like he's to a admit. parks guy yeah. oh it's totally yeah. chapek yeah yeah I, well so, yeah so so we'll so we'll see but um uh we hope everyone enjoyed that uh, state of star wars winter 2022 edition um we covered a lot in a short period of time uh, critiques, things we like, uh, things we're hoping for. So uh, a, a nice mixture of stuff there. And we'll check in uh, when we do uh, the next one in a few months' time. But that is the show. So we want to thank everybody for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. Uh, quick thank you to all of our uh, Patreon generals and Spice Runners. Uh, I want to thank Carmelo, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Darth Hurricane, John Charlton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Nathan Shank, Danny, Mike Ramore, Matt Heath, Double C Chris, Chris White, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you, Generals. And our Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Kendall Gellner, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, Thomas Hennessy, and Andrew Staley joining the Spice Runners. Thank you all for all of your support. Uh, make sure you do subscribe to the show on your preferred audio platform, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever we are there. If it has a rating system, give us five stars and share it with a friend. We've been growing, and it's a lot uh, a lot of thanks to you. Um, also, YouTube.com slash Star Wars Newsnet videos. We just passed 7,500 subs, so thank you all very much. Let's march to 8,000. So tell a friend to watch the channel as well. StarWarsNewsNet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Uh, Johnny Hoey on Twitter, writing and editing over at Star Wars NewsNet and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies. We've got Batman Begins coming up next, available on all your audio platforms. Lacey. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. James. Uh, Twitter and Instagram as well, but at Myra Trunks. Indeed. And we will see everybody uh, with another episode on Monday where we get back into tackling the news. 
as always, right here on the Resistance Broadcast. We'll see you around, kids.